All right, everyone, welcome back to the Be Undomesticated podcast. I am your host, Cody, and this is going to be episode six. This episode is coming out on February 9th of 2023. It is a very rainy day here in the great state of Michigan. I am coming to you from our beautiful, well-lit grow room today. Hanging out in here quite a bit the past couple of days, just trying to get all the extra light we can. So today is going to be something kind of fun, kind of exciting. Uh, We're going to be discussing small business marketing and advertising and trying to grow the presence of your brand. So got kind of broken down into two different sections. We're going to talk about new school. So that's going to be anything internet related, websites, social media, all sorts of different things we're going to delve deep, deep into. And then we're going to talk about old school, which is going to be your print advertising, your more face-to-face kind of advertising stuff. So we're going to get into the new school stuff first, and then we'll circle back around to the old school at the end of the podcast. Now, these items aren't necessarily in any sort of order. However, as you'll see, there are some that are going to have to happen before other ones. I say that with the caveat that the very first thing on the list is a website, and that is the most critical part. If you're going to have any sort of online presence where you're trying to sell things, especially if you're trying to push them through the internet, trying to be able to ship things out, website is number, number one. Social media is extremely important. All the rest of the things on this are very important, but you want to be able to try to funnel people to your website. So even if it's not a good website, just start with something that you can always build on and you know improve along the way. There's so many different things that you can do with that website. You're going to be able to let your customers contact you directly. You're going to be able to give a master list of all the other places that your p- people can follow you, all your different social media apps, anywhere you have your items for sale, all of that you'll be able to link to your website. Give a master list of how people can actually contact you if you're putting your email out there, you're putting your phone number out there, however you want to handle that. You'd be able to put links and resources to other web pages that are, you know can you can kind of funnel people around to other resources that you utilize. Like with my podcast here, I would funnel you to the different podcasts that I've suggested in the past, different websites, different YouTube channels, things of that nature. Um, you'd be able to put a blog on there. You'd be able to do webinars through that. Um, any sort of newsletter that you could post up there. And like I said, put your products up there. If you're selling, you know, a widget that you can ship through the mail website is huge. Do it through there. Do it through the other, like the online stores as well. But the website's really going to be your best way to go to be able to make the money the easiest and not have to pay all the fees that an Etsy per se will charge you. Next up on this list, honestly, I said they're not in any sort of order, but one and two are really kind of the biggest ones. The next up is your social media. You want to get on every single social media platform that you can possibly find. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, MeWe, YouTube, Telegram, all of them. You want to throw that huge wide net out there and just see who you can catch. You're going to reach a little bit different audience on each of these different platforms. So you're going to get more of the, you know, Gen X, Millennials, that age demographic through your Facebook. Your Instagram, you're going to be targeting more of a younger one. Um, TikTok, you're targeting like Gen X, Millennials, that kind of deal. YouTube gets to everybody. Everybody watches YouTube. But all of these are very important to be on just so you're trying to touch as many people as you possibly can and get your name out there, get you to be a recognized brand in your space. 
be active. It's called social media for a reason. If people post and respond to your stuff, make sure you're answering them, like their comments, you know, whatever it is, and have a conversation with them. Be active on your page asking questions. Get those people to interact with you, and that way you can start having conversations on there. It's going to boost you in the algorithm, and it's really going to bump you up and move you forward to towards getting your brand to be more of a household name, which I'll, ultimately, if you're selling anything that's what you want you want to be the guy in that space that being said there's always the saying if you build it they will come well nobody's going to come to your website or check out your podcast your channel whatever if you're not actually out there and engaging with people that are in that community so i really recommend going into other people's community and don't go in there rah rah check out my page check out my page but build relationships with other people and start using that as a springboard to start building your own pages your own channels what have you like i said don't be in your face about it don't jump in there and immediately start putting links up to your own channel because most of these people are going to block you if you do that but you know you can start to build a community and be a part of someone else's community that will ultimately help to grow your own as well another thing to keep in mind with these social media platforms is you need to be ready to jump on any new ones that are coming out because you're going to have that first mover advantage if you're able to do that. They're not all going to make it. Most of them are going to fall on their face. But at some point, there's going to be the next Facebook. Just like Facebook replaced MySpace, there's going to be that progression along the line. And you want to be one of those front runners. So, like I said, be on the lookout for any new social media apps coming into the space. And really try to participate in them. Um, I don't know, I'm on freesteading which that's not a huge one and it's kind of a limited scope. You're not going to reach the entire world off freesteading, but you'll reach a lot of people that are in the homesteading, more freedom-oriented mindset going to that social media platform. So it might not be the hugest thing, but if that's a niche that you're trying to work within, it might be a really good one to try to focus in on. All right, so you have started your website and you have got your social media stuff going. Next thing that I'm really going to recommend is start a blog. Learn to write a blog, start to write on it, and just post it on your website. Um, it's going to be a way to try to pull people in who are searching for different things, use your headlines and all of that. But use this opportunity to write articles, to write essays, to write anything pertaining to the field that you're trying to work within. So if someone's searching for microgreens, I want my blog post about microgreens to be top there. They want, I want them to see Heartland Farms, to see Beyond Domesticated, and that's what I want them to focus on. And in order to do that, you really have to start building that up so the algorithms and all that will start pulling you more. So write a blog. It's not going to be good to start. Honestly, that, that's fine. You're just trying to get something out there. You're not going to get great at something if you're not good at it. And if you're not, you're not going to get good at it if you're not crap at it most of the time. So start somewhere and just keep improving. Eventually, you'll get there. If you do this enough, if you write enough, if you have enough podcasts, if you have enough of anything, eventually you'll get good. With that, try to have some sort of comment section below your blog. So that way you can engage with other people directly on your website. You're not going to get as much engagement there as you will through your social media posts. But, you know, if someone's come to your blog and they're willing to go down and write a comment out, that means that that person's probably willing to have a conversation with you right through it. I mean, if they're willing to put that time in, they're probably going to continue to talk to you. So that's a really good one to be able to try to have a conversation with and build a relationship with. All right. So next up is going to be email marketing slash newsletter. So 
Email marketing is going to be much more sales driven. This is my, for lack of a better term, it's my weekly flyer. Um, whereas your newsletter is going to be more of a, hey, you know, here's what's going on. Here's what's available. This has been happening here, that kind of stuff, more informational. So both of those are great in their place. With myself, I, it doesn't do me any good to send out a marketing email to everybody if I'm not going to be able to actually see those people to get my product in their hands. So the email marketing is something you're going to be much more targeted on, whereas the newsletter can be much more widespread. And maybe through that newsletter, you're going to be able to draw people into an opportunity to also add them to your sales area. Now, we already touched on how you want to have your own website, so that way you can sell your products without having to deal with third parties. That being said, why wouldn't you want to try to take advantage of all the third-party opportunities that we have? You have Etsy, you have eBay, Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace, Shopify, Amazon. You have all these different places that you can put your product up, provided it's a product that you can actually sell through them. Like, my microgreens are not going to sell through Amazon. You know, that's just not how it's going to work. But, you know, some of my woodworking stuff can definitely be up on Etsy like it already is. You know, any sort of merchandise for this podcast can go up on Etsy, which it already is. So those are different things you can kind of keep in mind. And honestly, if you're going to sell through those, charge more to try to offset your costs. Don't be crazy with it and jack the price way up. But, you know, if it costs five bucks to sell something through Etsy, Charge them an extra $5 compared to what you're selling it for on your website. You know, you can, it's okay to try to offset your costs on that stuff. Something that I briefly touched on earlier when we were talking about social media, but we're going to go much more into it now, is going to be start a YouTube channel. Even if it's just pulling out your cell phone and doing a quick three-minute video of what you're doing, get it to the point where people are used to hearing your voice, they're used to seeing your face. You're not just connecting, but you're also putting up different types of content at that point so whereas the blog is just you know more of a written thing your any different avenue that you can put out there to reach people is going to really really help you help you to build your brand um, you're going to be able to showcase what you're doing with it your product be able to teach people all sorts of different options come available to you when you start a youtube channel and like i said it's really going to help people to get to know you and to feel like they know you personally whether or not you know that person in real life or not it will help if they're able to see you and hear you springboarding off of the youtube channel we're going to talk about making a webinar this is going to be awesome it's something you can do as a side hustle completely separate from what you're doing with your other businesses or something you can do to tie into your other businesses so for instance i'm working on one right now that's going to be making and brewing mead something that i'm very passionate about i really enjoy doing and i think that it, there's a market out there for it so it's just something you want to keep in mind you know it has nothing to do with my microgram business my quality business my podcast anything like that but that's something that i can put out there to help teach people and build a community around it's not completely unrelated to this podcast you know it definitely ties in with freedom i enjoy the occasional adult beverage and i love the fact that i don't have to pay the government taxes to be able to brew my own alcohol so it does tie in but it's not the most direct route if that makes sense all right the last bullet point that i have on my list for new school marketing 
and it's one that I have to personally work on quite a bit, is learn search engine optimization, SEO. Doesn't do you any good if you build the greatest website in the world, but you can't funnel people to it. So this is something that for me is definitely a work in progress. It's definitely a learning curve, but you know, it's something that I need to point out to you guys. Cause if you're going to be trying to work through this and build your brand, build your website, build your online presence, you really need to learn SEO. Couple quick tips and pointers before we move on to the old school marketing. When you're building your website, keep the look clean, keep it professional not sterile you want it to be inviting you want it to be warm but you don't want it to be you know crazy off the wall i guess maybe you do want it to be that way but most people when they're going to a website they want it to be very clear what they're doing they want it to look good but they don't want it to be um so campy if that makes sense Make sure that once you do have that website built that you're updating it regularly. You don't want to have people go on there and see a link to your seminar that you did in 2017. You know, that's not really going to be a good look for you. So make sure that you're keeping it updated regularly. And if you're selling anything through your website, you want to make it stupid easy to do. Like you want to make it to where it's foolproof for that person to give you money. Ultimately, I mean, that's what you're trying to do outside of building the community. You're trying to make money off your product. You've made something wonderful and you want to be able to share it with the world. So you want to make it easy for those people to be able to spend their money with you. Did a little bit of research going into this podcast. And one thing that I was really shocked to see is that 56% of time spent on websites was actually spent through somebody's mobile device. Honestly, I figured it would be even more than that at this point. But even that 56% is huge. That's 3% was actually on tablets and 56% was on phones. So the rest of it obviously is through like your normal desktop, normal laptop. 56% is a ginormous amount of people and amount of time spent on websites through phones. So that means your website needs to be optimized for mobile. No excuses. You, If I go to a website on my phone and I can't go through it, that person has completely lost my business. I am not going to boot up my computer to be able to get a hold of you. If your website is such crap that you can't get it to work on a phone, it's not going to work. When you're building your website, you're going to want to have pictures, have videos, all of that, and you want it to be high quality stuff. But like I said, don't let wanting to be great stop you from being good. So start with something that's where it ties back in to updating your website regularly. The more you do this stuff, the more you practice, the better off you're going to be. The more YouTube videos that you shoot and edit, the faster you're going to get at it, the better you're going to get at it. You're going to have a better eye and it's going to be that much easier for you. And you're just going to be that much better rounded when it comes to having a online presence. So make sure that you're taking good photos, good video to get up on your website. And be doing this even now, even if you're not planning on starting your website for a month. I don't know why you're waiting, but start taking your pictures now so you get that practice in. And you'll be able to have a backlog of photos to go through to try to build out your website, build out the gallery on your website, showing off your awesome products. So we're going to recap all the new school stuff real quick before we move on to our old school. So you're going to build your website. You're going to... Get on every single social media platform you can find out there. Every single one. Doesn't matter if you think you're going to use it a lot or not. Get your name on there. Get your logo on there. Try to link everything together so you can post in the fewest number of spots and have it hit the widest audience. You're going to start a YouTube channel. 
You're going to go out there. You're going to film yourself doing what you're doing. You're going to film your products. You're going to film everything and just get your name, your voice, your face out there. Once you started that, you're going to start writing a blog and posting it on your website. You're going to start writing these articles that pertain to what you're doing. Don't take a ton of time into it, but, you know, put some thought into it, put some effort into it and make a, the best quality that you can. Not everyone's cut out to be a writer for a newspaper, but you know what? You can throw something together to be able to get your presence going on your website and be able to draw people in who are searching for that topic. You're going to start with your email marketing and your newsletters. That's building a email list for your clientele that's starting to create various templates and all sorts of things. Canva is really, really good for that stuff. You can go on there. You get a free um, account. You can use probably half of all the resources they have on there for free. So go on there, type in newsletter, and start writing out something that you can send out to people on your list. It doesn't matter if you start with three emails on that list. Every time you sell something, ask for an email address and ask to be having them on your list. You really want to be able to continue having contact with these people, even if they just bought one thing from you. Get your name out there and keep it on their mind. You're going to take your product and you're going to put it up on all of the different third-party sales platforms. Like we talked about Etsy, eBay, Craigslist, all of those. Get your items out there, get them for sale, and get them available to the public in as many spots as you possibly can. You're going to start thinking about and planning out some sort of webinar to put up on your website to be able to draw extra traffic in and to make a little bit of extra money. Whether that's something to do with what you're doing directly or a completely random off-the-wall thing. Start thinking in that way and don't, don't just pigeonhole yourself into that single train of thought, that single line of thinking. Branch out. You know, you have a lot of interest. Why wouldn't other people be interested in hearing about what you have to say? And last but not least, you're going to start doing research and learning about search engine optimizations. That way you can funnel as much traffic as possible to your website where you can get your product in front of as many eyeballs as possible. So if you do all those steps, I have a hard time believing that you're not going to be able to sell your product unless your product is crap or your price points are crap. You know, once you get this dialed in, this is the template to be able to grow anything, any sort of business and be able to move forward with that and building more independence and freedom into your life through selling your products online. All right, so that's all the new school marketing advertising stuff that I'm going to touch base on today. <clears throat> Next up, we're going to dive into old school marketing, quote unquote. Um, obviously, this is a shorter list for me. I'm more tech savvy than I am old school business savvy, but we're going to touch base on it and, you know, go through kind of a couple of different things and different ways that you can get your name out there in a more physical fashion. Number one is going to be print newspapers, magazines, depending on what you're selling, whether it has to be local or it has to be, or it can be nationwide. That's going to kind of determine the scope of your marketing. But I mean, Local newspapers are great if you're selling a product that you really can't ship. Magazines are great if you have something you can ship all over the country. Find magazines that are in your niche, in your general area, and start trying to advertise through them. It might not be the most cost-effective thing, depending on you know where you're trying to advertise it. 
but it's definitely worth looking into. And, you know, if you're able to generate $2,000 in sales off $100 worth of advertising, that's a really good deal for you. So take a look around at your local area, see what's available for myself. You know, with the microgreens, I can't ship them nationwide. So it has to be something in my local area. But if you're selling, I don't know, some sort of uh, firearm attachment, you could go through, you know, Field and Stream, Guns and Ammo, all those different ones. So keep an open mind. It doesn't have to be the new school online advertising stuff. You can also still go through the old school print, newspaper, and magazines. Look around in your local area and see if you can find any bulletin boards at businesses that you frequent that you feel other people might frequent that would be interested in your product, which honestly could be and should be everyone. So go to your local feed store, go to your local hardware store, um, you know, your local, a lot of like Home Depots and Menards, Lowe's, they'll also allow you to do either flyers or you can do um, put your business card out there. Make sure you have the business card. Make sure you have a good flyer, things of that nature. But, you know, that's not a bad spot to get up there. It's not going to hurt you to have your information out there. So go to check out those spots and put that information out there for people to be able to find you that maybe aren't online. Maybe they're a little bit more old school and they're not on Facebook. So they're not on Instagram, that kind of stuff. So keep an open mind with that and really check out your local area. See what you can find. A lot of places might have a bulletin board that you're not even aware of. Um, local small lumber yards a lot of times will have them. Just keep an open mind and see what you can find in your area. Keep in mind that you can always go and talk to your local TV stations, talk to your local radio stations, and see what they offer for advertising. Um, a lot of times, like small town TV shows, news shows will do segments on people. You'll have to pay for that advertising. They don't do it for free generally. But, you know, you might be able to get your information out there. Say you're doing some sort of seminar that you want to be able to draw people to. That would be a good thing to go on. Again, get your face out there and reach a completely different audience than what you're going to reach online quite often. So it might be a good thing to go through. Um, local radio ads might be also really good, just depending on what you're trying to sell, what you're trying to bring people to. Um, local radio ad probably isn't going to be ideal for trying to grow your content creation business, but it might be really good to grow the seminar that you're putting on, the webinar that you're putting on, the, um, the get together, the meetup that you're doing. And through that, you'll be able to build your other stuff at the same time. Obviously, like I said, though, one of the big downsides of that it's going to be cost. They tend to be more expensive. A lot of the stuff we've talked to at this point is going to be either free or very cheap. But once you start getting into the more production oriented newscasts and things of that nature, it's going to be more pricey than what you're typically going to pay for your online stuff. These next two I'm going to kind of lump together. They're going to be a little bit more service area driven, like handyman, plumber, that kind of thing. But that's going to be mailers, flyers, and billboards. Um, obviously, they're all they're very different billboards and flyers. But you know, you're kind of going to reach your local areas very targeted with that one. Might not drive a lot of traffic, but you know what? If you pull three different big jobs or three good sized jobs out of it, you know that's going to offset the cost and make it worth your while and worth your time to do that. Uh, I know there's companies that you can pay to do all of your mailers for you, or you can be as hands-on with that as you want. You know, if you want to go through and make all your own mailer up and do all the folding and all of that, you can do that, or you can sub that out to somebody else. It's going to cost you more, 
but that's a lot of time that you'll be saving on your end. And billboards, I mean, obviously that's very dependent on where the billboard is and what you're trying to sell, but that's a really good way to get eyes in front of a lot of people if it's a busy road and if it's something that you're able to market in a good way through a billboard. Again, I hearken back to my own case of growing microgreens and growing quail eggs. That's really not a good product for a billboard ad. But you know what? If I'm doing a roofing company or I'm running an HVAC company, then those are going to be fantastic things to try to advertise through a billboard. So, you know, take a look at what you're selling and think about whether or not it's going to present well on a billboard and through a flyer. This last one I haven't used as much for my own business, but I have used in the past to get jobs. And that's going to be old school, knocking on doors and sitting down to talk to managers. If you're trying to sell a product that could be potentially sold to stores, sold to businesses, even if that product is a service, taking it to businesses, if you're doing commercial whatever, you know, go ask to talk to a manager, ask to talk to an owner, sit down, explain what you do, explain who you are, and just have a conversation with them. You know, that was something I got a job in college one time because I walked in and I said, I want to talk to a manager. And he said, well, what's up? And I said, I didn't want to come work for you. He goes, oh, you're my new guy? I'm like, no, 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 I want to be your new guy. And he walked me up to the front desk, had me fill out an application. I started two weeks later. There was no other interview. It was, okay, awesome, you're hired. Go in and talk to these people. A lot of them, they're going to be so much more receptive to that upfront thing. Ever since the whole COVID stuff went down, people have been very gun-shy about going in and actually having a face-to-face -face conversation with people. That being said, this might not be the greatest plan for every business. Every business is different. Everybody has a different level of busyness and time that they're willing to take to talk to people. But quite frankly, I would rather have the opportunity to build a relationship with the guy who wants me to be in there talking to him than miss out on that opportunity because I was scared I was going to hurt someone's feelings because they felt I was wasting their time. You know, those people are going to be very loyal to you. They're going to be awesome customers to have in your your book of customers so kind of keep that in mind you know you're going to probably piss some people off doing it this way but at the other end of the spectrum you're going to be pulling out those people who are just going to be really really good customers to have in your quiver all right so with your old school marketing you're going to go talk to your local newspapers your local magazines see what you can do for advertising through them you're going to find the various bulletin boards that are at stores that you feel would be frequented by people looking for your product or that might be interested in your product. And you're going to put a flyer up on them. You're going to put up a, your business card and give people the opportunity to find you. You're going to get a hold of your local TV, your local radio, and just see what their rates are. Maybe they'll be really, really cheap. And it would be awesome advertising way to get your name out there and get recognized in your local community for what you're doing. You're going to start looking at different mailers, different flyers, different bulletin boards. If you're, if you're selling a service of some sort, it's going to be really, really good for you. Um, not so much for, I shouldn't say not so much. If you're selling a product, it might not be the greatest way to go. But if you're selling a service, that's going to be an awesome way to really target your local audience. Last but not least, you're going to sit down with different business owners and managers that you feel could really benefit from your product, from your service, and you're going to have a conversation with them and see if you can build a relationship with these people 
that may eventually turn into sales. Um, I'm not a hardcore salesman. I sell a lot of my product at the various markets that I attend, but I am not in your face about it. I will not be shouting at you across the market. But you know what? A lot of people will come in and just have a conversation with me. And eventually some of them may end up buying. So take it to the company. Take it to the business. For myself with my microgreens, take it to the restaurant. Take it to the chef. Take it to whoever's in charge of doing the ordering. And showcase your product, showcase yourself, and build that relationship up. A couple of real quick tips here towards the end. Um, Spend time on making a high-quality advertisement. Whether it's a radio ad, whether it's TV, whether it's print, have it done well. And if you aren't creative, you're not good at doing that sort of thing, pay someone else to do it for you. You're already paying the money to have that spot, have that opportunity to get in front of people. So why wouldn't you want to put your best foot forward? If you paid $500 for your TV ad, why wouldn't you pay an extra $150 to have it professionally done and have it done well? So keep that in mind when you're doing this. Maybe include that in your cost up front to yourself, you know, when you're factoring in everything. Make sure you have it factored into where you're actually putting a good foot forward. You only get one chance at a first impression, so make it a good one. Don't go out there and put your crap out and be like, oh, well, nobody really wanted to see my stuff. Well, you know what? It looks like a four-year-old grabbed a hold of a cell phone and started shooting it, and then you put it on TV. You know, don't be that guy. So make sure you're putting that money in and putting that effort in so you can try to reap the rewards of what you've done. We're getting towards the end of it here. I do have a quote of the day that I couldn't find out who actually came up with this quote, but I thought it was really good. Ignoring online marketing is like opening a business and not telling anyone. This is something that whether you love the internet or you hate the internet, it is here to stay and it's only going to be more dominant in your life moving forward. So you might as well embrace it and really try to optimize it and take advantage of it for your own good for your business, and for your future life. Use it to build the freedom. Yes, the internet can be used to do terrible, terrible things and to really restrict people's freedom, but it can also be one of the most freeing tools known to mankind. So take it and use it to your advantage. Keep in mind with all of this, with advertising, with marketing, you have to be the one pushing your business. No one's going to push your business for you. So Yes, word of mouth will eventually help you to build it, but the more advertising you do, the more you put yourself out there, the better off you're going to be and the more eyes you're going to pull onto your products. I feel like this has been a really good podcast. It's been a kind of a kick in the butt to myself as well. Some of these things I really need to step up my game with podcast and with the business. So with that, I am going to sign off and I am going to go work on building my own website. So remember, be undomesticated.